guys, this is a mama mentor episode, one of those that I'm just going to throw up during the week whenever I feel inspired. And right now, I'm just sitting here kind of on fire because I'm like just tickled pink when things work out. So um, I also have been praying a lot to like, what did God want to tell me when people ask me, how do you make it all work out? What do you want me to say, God? Like, I don't know how to tell them I make it all work out. So this is like how I let God work it out for me. Um, Kind of an episode that things just, it's Tuesday night. I'm going to publish this for Wednesday. And God just lets things work out sometimes. And it's all God, guys. This is the way I walk hand in hand with God. So I hope you enjoy this spur of the moment episode and just the when I feel inspired to give it to you because I feel like it's a good message and it's something I would call and tell my best friends, that's what this podcast is about. It's about making you guys my best friends and sharing something that God did for me so that you guys can be inspired that he's going to show up for you too. I hope that this message totally blesses you and it's everything you guys needed to hear. And please, if this means something to you and it did do something, send me a message, say something on Facebook, um, or really go and make a, go to Apple or to Google and leave me a review because more people will find it that way. And this is just here to bless others. Share it with a friend. Like nothing could be more exciting to me than this episode meant so much to you. You shared it with a friend also because they needed to hear it. So however you guys want to help share God's message and uh, whatever he lays on my heart to share with you guys, just go be inspired, inspire others, and I hope you enjoy this. to you to just have a, uh, I guess a God talk, a celebration of the week, a like let go and let God kind of a story for you all. Um, people are always telling me I'm crazy because I do a lot because I homeschool the four kids. I used to run the horse ministry, not doing that right now, but the kids have definitely like upped all their rodeo stuff. They ride our own horses. We try for five days a week and probably get in three. We travel um, an hour from our house, let's call it to the east, and then an hour to the house northwest on some days. And I'm just going in opposite directions all the time. And people are like, how are you managing everything? And I like wanted to sit back and be like, I just don't know. Like, I can't explain to you how I accomplish things or not accomplish things or things just work out for me. And this week was looking like I'm not going to have one day at home. And for the mamas who are okay with leaving their house, but like, you know, you at least need a day at home. For you who like to stay home a lot, you probably don't get me at all. You're like, I would be dying if I didn't have like three to four days a week that I'm at least 
majority of the time at home. But this is also a podcast for moms of teens. And I'm realizing that like we run our teens around so much. Like if they're not driving yet, we're driving them everywhere. And in the back of my head, I started thinking about how it's kind of like the nursing baby. And you think like it's never going to end. You're going to be so tired um, all the time. For the rest of your life, you're going to be so tired nursing this baby. And whether or not you are a two-year nurser or only nine-month nurser, it still feels like it lasts forever. And that that stage is going to last forever and it doesn't. And it's just so ever-present to me that my kids are going to be driving on their own soon and they're not going to need me as much. Much much like when the toddler is starting to become that little child that can actually help out more and they just don't need you as much. And you're kind of like, oh, why aren't you cuddling with me? And why aren't you saying you need me? And so I'm, I'm really trying to balance that out. Like, keep car time precious um, in conversations and trying not to argue or those type of things, but try to be like, this is like my last moments of needing to be needed to take them to something they want and actually still get to be a part of it. And I need to count that as blessed moments before they're gone because I know that they're going to be gone. And so I was talking to another friend about this because I was like, how can I help you? She offered to drive all the way to my house to pick up my daughter to go to a Bible study. And I was like, yeah, I'll be all the way an hour away from the house with my son and a roping on that same day, which is why we haven't been going. But she would love to go if you want to come pick her up. But if there's some way I can like meet you, even if it's like way earlier, even if that would save you to like feed her dinner, but save you a drive, like whatever makes this better on you too, mama because I know what it's like to be running everywhere and trying to appease the kids, do the ranch life, do the homeschooling. Like it can seem like a lot, but it's still, like I said, is, is all very rewarding. Well, anyways, I thought that I gave away my entire week and I just, it's Tuesday and I'm taking a deep breath going, I'm tired. Like when I took off again, I was like, I'm already tired. I've been driving since six o'clock this morning and I'm going to be driving still at 1030 tonight. And I'm like, this is a lot. This is a lot. But I still feel like it's right. Like I'm doing the right things. My kids are getting opportunities like I want them to have and prayers that we prayed for are being answered. But I also was like, God, I need like an extra thousand dollars for the amount of driving that I'm doing right now. Like, how are you going to bless that? I'm still building a business and guys, something randomly happened and I got blessed with $1,200 randomly in my bank account. Not random. It's God. And I'm just like, ah, God is so good. And, and am I like extra crazy week? My son, for some reason, the, the boss thought that he had made too many days of my son working and so he's giving him Wednesday off and I get to just stay home and have a accidental day at home tomorrow but like on purpose for God that I was just going it's Tuesday and I'm getting tired and so this podcast will probably come out tomorrow as my random mom's mentorship day of the week inspiration. But what it is, is just that 
this is like letting God show up when you're constantly just asking, is this right? Is this right? Is this the right thing to be doing? Should I be giving up this much? And then just kind of trust. My friends keep telling me like, Kendra, you need to say no. You need to practice saying no. And I'm like, I don't know where I want to say no. I'm not feeling confident to say no in anything because some of this stuff I really want to happen. So I need God to tell me his yeses and his noes, and he does. And sometimes they're harsh. Sometimes they come with like sickness or injuries like they came before, which I was wondering if there's blessings coming after that or or hardships, and I'm still not sure if there was more of a lesson in it, or if it was just like, keep by waving, keep on trucking, keep on trusting kind of a thing, and it's just weeding itself out, and things are just getting back to normal, full force again, crazy busy, but all good, so good, guys, and I just wanted to share that with you, like, if you're struggling with some decisions, or you're going, I don't see how it's going to work, God, like, I don't get how that's going to work, just trust that he's going to show up, trust that he'll be like, okay, you needed a day of rest. Here you go. And oh, you said you needed that extra money. Here you go. Like, <laughs> I still can't believe that the extra money is there. I'm just like, mm-hmm, that, that's, that's funny. <laughs> like, God is so interesting the way that like when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and it just starts lining up and you didn't work for it. I have people speaking of like not working for it. Okay, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about because I'm I'm doing this mama business stuff. I'm talking to you guys about homeschooling and then I'm just kind of the mama mentor of like all the other things I'm trying to offer and just share with you who I really am. So um, on the mama business side, people are finding me on Facebook now and I'm pretty leery about who I accept as a friend, even though it's supposed to be like a public figure that I'm doing. I try to just really accept only women because this podcast is for mamas. And even if you're not a mom yet, but you still just love the type of message that I give, like, welcome to you. And if you're a guy and you listen and you just want to hear a crazy girl talk, sure, you can be on here too. But I try not to accept them in friends unless I find something like that they really have in common or that they could really find value in who I am and I don't accept them. So I have to be careful and weed through my friends that pop up all the time. But I'm also finding these women who literally I got a a message today of another Christian author that said, hey, I hear you do interviews on your podcast. Can I have one? And I'm like, sure. You want to interview on my podcast? Great. That'll be so much fun. But on top of that, one of the interviews, the one that I had done with Deneen, which I'm just going to kind of promote little tidbits through her about her this whole week. So um, Deneen TB also is a women's coach for Clarity. And um, I think she's a whole lot more business, like big business, I'm going to call her oriented. Um, And I'm more like serve from your surroundings and what you have type of a coach where she's more somebody who like what I'm trying to do, like being online, making a book, coaching other people, like the bigger online type of stuff is where she coaches those type of people. And then I'd coach people who are, um, service industry for your community, very tangible, like, self-serve with what you have and who you are, not necessarily an online business. So, um, just 
I've been finding out that God's like using a ton of different people to do the same message. And so I have to keep stepping back and be like, okay, God, what's unique and different about me? Because I understand that God uses strategy by placing something that is big in his heart. Like, like all of the book that she did is on women in the marketplace. And there was another book that was very close to the book that I'm releasing of just like word wise, but it ended up being more like getting your soul in right of who you are. And, um, I think she ended up naming the book wild calling, which I was like, Ooh, that's kind of close to what my second chapter is about. And so I was just constantly checking like, God, am I delivering the message in the way that you want me to hold this message? And how am I unique to this? Because each person in the way that they deliver it, other people will hear it differently and he's going to reach those different people. So like I'll reach ranchy people and homeschooling type people and small community people and small town USA and country folks. (laughs) You know, that's kind of my, um, area where somebody like Deneen is, um, big city and she's Spanish speaking and she was a background teacher. So she's going to have this other, group that she hits of who most leans into her. But anyways, I still follow her and her topics because she'll put out God prompts of, and today's was about Lydia, which I need to go and read the story of Lydia. Cause this is like the third or fourth time that I've heard about Lydia. And I don't know that much about the story of Lydia. So maybe why I'm locked myself in the car during roping, I should look up Lydia and I'll get back to you about what I learned on it. But for now she was talking about Lydia and, um, she was asking, she was mainly talking about just Lydia's obedience, but she said, what have you learned with making God the CEO of your business? And I'm like, no matter what I've done, God's been the CEO of everything I've done. So even the CEO of my business back when I first was like, I don't want to do college anymore. This, I knew right away, like there was nothing. I looked at every avenue. I literally thought of 15, 30 jobs that I could do if I got a degree And a lot of them, I was like, I could find a way to do that without a degree. And I don't really want to finish my schooling. Like I found a lot of people not taking school seriously and people were there for different reasons. And I now think that college should be an experience and you should experiment, not in bad terms in any ways, but in the type of careers you might want to do. You should try a lot of different things and you should work a lot of different type of jobs so that you really know who you are and where you want to go and what you want to create and who you, what you want to make this world into. Like, I believe that everybody has a purpose, can serve in any way that they want to. So I, um, that's what I preach. And that's how I felt when I was in college. I just got really frustrated. And then I decided I was going to go design my own career. So I got an entrepreneurship mind during the middle of college. But within that, that was still like, okay, God, so what should I create? Like, I know you made me this crazy person that you made me that has all these ideas now. How would you like me to do that? And, um, I ended up saying to her what, as I had to sit there and say, what have I learned in letting God be the CEO of directing these paths and these different roads that I've taken in entrepreneurship to become what they've become? How did I get to that point? And what I figured out is that 
When I was uh, younger and I had written one of my first children's books, um, it was called Owen's Going Fishing, and I put on a um, event at a hunting and fishing store, and we actually did like a little worm study, and I think we had like a practice casting thing, and I just put on this whole little cute little kids fishing event at the store that they had said, sure, come sign books and run a, run a vet because it brings more people in for them. And uh, on the way there, I didn't really know how good of a job I'd done advertising. I, I have a new Facebook friend. I should probably reach out to her again, share that I shared her on this episode, but we talked about how we were the bathroom flyer advertisers. And that's really how we used to do things like just the back of the bathroom in church, put a flyer there. That's where most people do their readings, go to parks where moms are with their little kids looking for extra events and put a flyer on the back of that. Like I am the flyer advertiser girl. Like that is how I have ran every business and got all of the people to come to me for my horseback riding camps, for this special event, for my concerts, for anything I do. I am the flyer on the playground type of girl. And so, um, anyways, I, I wasn't really sure how good I had done telling people about this event. So on the way there, I would pray like, dear Lord, please let somebody show up. I don't, you know how frustrated I get if this feels like a failure. I'm going to want to quit. And you don't, if you don't want me to quit, I need people to show up. Don't let me feel like a failure, God. And I just begged and pleaded that somebody was going to be there and I, I didn't feel retarded for making this event. And luckily there was, there was lots of people there. There was at least 30 constantly rotating through the three hours I was there. So maybe even 90 kids had showed up. I don't really remember, but it was, it was a good amount of, um, little kids came to play with worms and dirt and learn how to cast out, um, a fishing pole. And it felt like a success and it was a super fun day, but now I don't beg God to make something work out. I'd be like a little more trusting of like, if this is your will and this is what you want me to do, then I put it before you and you make something of this because otherwise it won't be anything. And even if it's nothing, I did it for God, you know, and I did it because I thought I was supposed to, or I understand that it leads me to the next, or it was a learning experience or whatever God made it into. Maybe we don't always see the end result. We can't see everything from this side of heaven. So when I just put something out there and say, okay, God, I don't know what this is for, but you can use it if you want. And if you don't, then I trust whatever it was that you wanted to use it for. And I just let it go. I just am so much more like whoever you bring and however you want this to look. I'm a little more free in the way I'm letting him mold my business because I've learned to trust what he's doing with the amount of different roads that he's had me go on that I'm starting to see everything like really line up and be like, oh, this goes somewhere. And that is kind of my new slogan for everything. Every road leads somewhere. And so every decision you're making, God's going to use it. It's something I have been telling kids since going in and talking to them in the schools. I remember even whether or not I was in the school or I get a one-on-one -on -one conversation, there was this 
kid that was working the front desk at this baseball place a while ago. And my son used to take baseball lessons and he'd go there for extra hitting and pitching practice. And I don't really remember what spawned the conversation, but I really like talking to young adults and teens about what their plans are in life and what road they've started on. And I said, well, don't forget, you just put that in your pocket because you never know when God's going to use it later. I don't care if they know God or not. I just like, and I made them repeat it to me. What are you going to do with it? You're going to put it in your pocket because it's always going to come out later. You might not know how, and you might not know when, and it might be for just a one-time event. And it might be for something more. You don't know. But everything you ever experience does get used again. And it's been really cool because to see that happen in my life and like really see it happen for others or just see how God does that. And maybe because I'm so well-rounded from, you know, you guys here now, I'm into lots of things from book writing to horse training to homeschooling and just all the things. But even as a kid that started young because... I was a ballerina as well as an athlete in track and cheerleading and um, showed 4-H steers and was a leader in church and a leader in 4-H. And I just got to have really well-rounded life that let me understand people and enjoy people no matter what type of walk or aspect that they come from. And um, it's just been cool. It's just been cool to see how God uses everything and uses other people and the things that he puts in your life. If you just, I don't know, I don't want to sound like a total hippie person that's just like, be free and hold nothing to see what God does. But it's a little bit like that. Like right now, I just feel very freeing of like, it really doesn't matter the decision I'm going to make. God's going to lead me on the right road if I'm if I'm just seeking him. Like sometimes I just think we seek just too hard to find the answer of something. And when we just do it, like, okay. <laughs> I had my book coaching meeting. Not to get on another tangent because I'm trying to learn to keep these shorter. But I was in my book coaching meeting and the book coaching lady, she was... I was trying to explain something and I ended up using an analogy for a horse because my book coach and my book editor were both on the call. And my book coach is also a rodeo girl and has also trained horses. So I knew she'd understand if I put it in horse language that we both knew what we were talking about. Well, the, um, the editor was like, it is so interesting to hear you talk in horse parables. I hope one day I get to edit the book that you write all about horse parables. And I'm like, that is probably going to be my next book. Like after this one takes off and it does that between all the stuff I've done of training kids and training horses and with with the kids and the horses, I'm sure that there is a million parable stories that God could lead out of me and I could just start journaling every like little tiny snippets and it could be like a really fun leave it in the bathroom type read, you know, <laughs> and just something for kids who are into horses to like more tangibly understand God and even like our stubborn mind because one of our friends at rodeo church this last weekend had uh, told their testimony um, through being a stubborn horse with a bit. And it was just funny to hear her use that and then realize that I am. So anyways, I was just thinking about how we're trying too hard. Sometimes we're just trying too hard. And my daughter's taking this lesson with this new barrel horse and the barrel horse knows how to do everything. And she's like, you're going to need to do less. <laughs> and it was funny to see her over try and then finally do it correctly 
with almost no movement at all. And it was like laughable to see her efforts and hard trying and then the just sit there. And I'm like, Cadence, did you realize the difference between the effort and then the way that you did it correctly, but it felt like nothing? And she's, I said, what I feel like? She's like, yeah, it felt smooth and like I didn't have to do anything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what it feels like right now with God. Like when I'm doing the right thing with God right now, it feels like I'm doing nothing, which feels very weird. Like I'm used to like working really, really hard and like I am working hard and I got a lot of people working for me. Like when I stop and go, I have a book editor and I apparently have like a project manager in my book thing and I have a book coach and I I think there's like five other people that kind of work for me in my book aspects of things. And then I also have like a VA who works for me and this other side person who helps me out. And I can't even count the amount of people who are actually kind of working for me right now that I don't really know how that all, I don't know. It's all very mind boggling to me. And I realize the more that we can just like chill out because God already knows it. Like the horse that's already conditioned to do it and knows its job. Like God, like we're programmed for the job God picked us for. So when we're in alignment and doing the thing that God actually picked us for, like it's gonna come so stinking easy. I'm getting excited, guys. Like I don't know how it's all going to work out because only God knows how he already has this all planned. But like imagining this barrel horse that just goes out and runs the barrels. And there's this video about a horse that's like, when you realize you could literally type in when your barrel horse realizes you don't need the rider and it runs in the gate, goes through the whole pattern by itself and runs back like, did it all alone. That's kind of like, we need to let go and let God lead the pattern of our life that much, that much that He knows which way he wants to take you. We just got to stop working so hard because really we're giving confusing directions to ourselves. We're getting ourselves confused. We're going the wrong ways. We're not just the whole let go and let God. I know it's really hard to make that make sense. People get very frustrated with hearing let go, let God. Like, what does that even mean? Like that, I know that that is a Christian struggle, but if you can imagine that God just already has the plan lined out, just do your best to keep asking, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? And then he's going to, he's going to guide it. And that's what happened for me this week. I'm going, is this right? Is this right? I feel like I'm doing a lot and I'm not sure I'm supposed to be doing this much, but these things feel like blessings. Like, show up and let me know. Like I need some confirmation and I get a day off and I had extra money in my account and I'm like, God is so good. He's so good. And I just love the, the Southern echoes of all the time, all the time. So I'm just going to leave you guys with that. I hope this message blesses you. I hope you guys look for the things that God's going to tell you that you have, and he's already got it for you because he does. Have a very, very blessed week, mamas, because God's got this. Okay, guys, don't forget, share this. And if you're just so blessed by all things by me and you want to know how I can serve you more, go check out my website, www.kendradoublecarol.com. 
www.thepowerwomenshow.com and let me know. We are going to be doing a women's retreat next year. We're going to be doing a young adults retreat to know your calling and how to enter this road of entrepreneurship, why I ditched college and made a road for myself and said, God, you lead the way and how that worked out for me. It's going to be an amazing retreat that I think is going to be so needed this year as some people are like, I don't want to continue distance learning for college and our world is looking different and I want to show up differently for it. So if you know somebody who needs to be inspired by a message like that, have them follow my page, have them send me a message to sign up on the wait list that they are interested in that event. And then I'm also starting some online six-week trainings for moms and young adults. One that's for moms that you guys have been down different roads and maybe you haven't figured out how God is putting all of those things together for you. So if you want help kind of lining that up and where you're going and what you're supposed to do next, come and uh, check that out. Get on the wait list. That's going to all be kicking off in January. And so is the youth one. So I've just started reworking the website. So there's some details about the mom. There's lots of details for young adults. But let me know how I can serve you more, how you guys want me to show up for you. And um, I'm just thankful you guys are here hanging out and getting some God talks from me and enjoying this and how much this podcast is growing. It's just so exciting to see God at work with whatever he's asked me to do. So again, I just hope you're totally blessed and I hope you share it. Have a very, very good day, mamas. You're doing awesome. Yay!